Hey, hey, everybody, we're in the house, powerhouse, baby. Welcome back, everyone. I got some pretty smashing reviews on my intro last week, so I'm going to keep it up. Yeah. In the house. Did we you? got, yeah, we got Dan Turbyville in the house. <laughs> we got Ilaria, Ilaria Pisoni in the house. Can't even take it serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the house. Zach Shu, Dan Turbyville. This is Powerhouse Fence Show brought right. to you by. We have Nick, too. Oh, we just. The Went people are just looking Nick. at him. All Hold right, on. that's we have a guest. It's Nick Reich in the house. Yes, there Nick Reich. Uh, sorry, man. <laughs> Typically, we have a different format, and we kind of don't introduce you immediately. So that kind of allude to having a guest, and there's a bit of mis mystery there, right? Because his name is not in the title of right. the show. So, well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. We do it. Yeah. Uh, so welcome to the show. This show is presented by MFC Memphis Fence Company, uh, MFC Manufacturing, and Simpalo uh dan turbyville dan dan turbyville zach shu zach shu dan turbyville uh we are live so we can call in dan will be Check our wonderful 901-878-4987 boom okay you slow it down a bit for those of us who 901-878-4987 hey guess what if you're watching it's live Scrolling. and it's on the bottom Scrolling. of the screen cool uh we finally got some coffee in case anyone's wondering. Yeah, I know uh, y'all were worried about us. And before we proceed with the show, and we got a uh, special guest, Nick Reich, with, from the AFA with us today. Uh, I've never met you, but I did see your face in the AFA magazine like yesterday. And I was like, oh, so your name was fresh on my mind and face as well. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty cool. I'm trying to familiarize myself with some of the associations. And so I grabbed that big catalog and thumb through and it's fun to see our name in there and you saw us yeah oh cool in the in the directory in the very very back oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but still you know it's cool i was checking out how that works and all that and the list of vendors and also before we go anywhere else um obviously welcome our guest and thank you nick but also thank you to our viewers um slash listeners yep thanks for being here thanks for the support and uh, as we always extend an invitation, let us know what you want us to talk about. And if you have any guests you want to see or anything else, then just let us know and we'll do our best to have them on here. Sure. Or if you personally want to be a guest. Yeah, that would be cool. So we are ultimately doing this, hopefully for the benefit of someone listening. So we're uh, we're here to serve all of you. So. All right, and as usual, our topic or focus, um, we're a commercial fence business, so uh, we try to keep it commercial fence-based, um, although uh, we tend to stray and have a little bit of humor and banter mixed in, but our, our purpose and goal is to share our experience with the commercial fence, and ultimately, last year, 2020, January 2023, we transitioned into pretty much commercial only, and that's that transition, I guess, has been our our topic since we are still newly transitioned. Yeah, yeah. Am I using that word too much specifically? Does that make you? I don't know. It makes me a little uncomfortable <laughs> these days. We moved into. We started doing. We started doing commercial fence. Uh, so, yeah, there's people out there. We got we have uh, commenters checking in. We love that, man. Thank you. Um all right, so what do we got on the show? You want to introduce the show? And yeah, like yeah. So today, um, obviously, we have Nick here, and so we're going to talk a bit about fence tech. You know, some of the educational things that we're going to see there, and then we'll talk about the AFA's tech summit, which is coming up, and we're going to talk about the AFA's new LMS that's launching. And if you don't know what that stands for, then you're like me, and we'll find out what it is here shortly. So, And we basically, we're going to format this just a tad different, and we're going to let Nick do a ton of talking. Is that right? That's the plan. Is that your plan, don't... Nick? Sure. Okay, cool. I like that. <laughs> we, we don't know anything about it. So, yeah, we're just going to let him. He's going to be the host today. So I forgot to put the Italian word on here. So, we, Nick, I don't know if you've seen any of the previous episodes but we typically have a slot right about now where we do a segment called let's learn italian and so we typically pick a word in english um, that's associated with fence 
and Alaria is or, or the show like the topic of the show right, or something right so you know association or something like i don't know yeah. american yeah so i was thinking associ association but it's going to be associazione close enough associano <laughs> oh okay let's what hear is it associazione associazione no associazione associazione uh, say it one more time associazione Associazione. No. Associazione. Yes. No. Oh my God. Boom. Dang. What you got on that? I was so much better before. What you got? Uh, Nick, it's your turn, buddy. Associazione. <laughs> so yeah, I've learned that. the the trick of it is you have to be like super lazy in the mouth. Like so, I, I think in English we use our mouth a lot more to like enunciate. Right. And it seems like with Italian, you have to figure out how to just like relax all the muscles in your mouth and let it just kind of like slouch. It worked. I yeah. said, stop being so animated. Quit saying it all cartoony. Right. And you'll get it right. Just relax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there, that's the, I think that's the secret of Italian. So. And I wish I hadn't told you my secret because the past two episodes, you've done better than me. He's I'm, laying. I'm yeah. nailing it now. Yes. I can't remember one single word that we've learned, but I can say them when she says them. That's cool. So. I mean, that's pretty good. All right. So we're we're going to Finstech. We're going to have a booth there. 2449, right? Okay. Yep. So everybody come by, see us. We're going to give away some stuff. We'll, we'll have some stuff there that we're giving away. A lot away. of things. Super fun. A lot of things. The best things, right? Duh. Only well, the best from only us. The best. So all people have the prospect of receiving a gift bag, but in addition to that, we're going to do some giveaways. Yeah. Are we doing the golfing? Are we doing giveaways? If people start following Powerhouse on the spot, they there's going to be a giveaway, yes. Oh, so Alaria has a little Powerhouse competition going on. Nice. Yeah, so we're going to we're going to do the golf. Um anyone who's come to our booth in the past, we normally have a little putt-putt green that we roll out. And we'll put a hundred dollar bill on the putt putt green. And if you <laughs> love some stuff, yeah, cool, right. <laughs> come get some stuff, Ken. We don't really know what it's going to be, so we just call it stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, roll roll the putt and green out, and then, like I said, if you stop the ball on the hundred dollar bill, you get to keep the hundred dollar bill. So, and at uh, Las Vegas Finch Show, we gave out about eight hundred bucks. Is that right? Yeah. So I, it, I think it's like. Uh, Kind of in that like six to eight hundred dollar range both times that we've done it. So I guess it was so impressive because like I mentioned on the last show, it just happened to be all to one group of guys from the yeah. same company. Yeah. Ranch fence. I Is think. that really what they're called? I think. I think. <laughs> I'm not we still don't know, but I think. <laughs> so anyways, yep. So we're gonna be there. Um, and so I I'd like to like extend an invitation to people if for some polo specifically. I was thinking if you want you can send me a set of plans before the show and you can come by the booth and we'll do your takeoff and everything on your job sitting right there. I like that. So that yeah. I think that's pretty cool. I, I think I'll try to figure out how to do like some time slots for that. So it's not just like everybody shows up at the same time, but maybe have it where people could, you know, schedule a time and maybe do like three or four a day or something like that. So, but I do need to have the the plans before so I can have them uploaded in there and all instead of trying to do that on a mobile hotspot sitting in the showroom that probably is not going to work that great. So we are there um, as a media media team. We are part of the media team, right? Yeah. What's the name of the party? Pickets and picks. Pickets and picks. And then are we going to do the podcaster preview? Yeah, at the party. Cool. So that's what yeah. we're doing. Um, so I want to extend an invitation to people to heckle me on live on our show. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't exactly understand how that's going to work, but I think we're showing up like 45 minutes before the party starts or something, and we're going to like broadcast from there. Cool. So that's pretty fun. I basically uh, just skimmed over the invitation and said, let's do it. What's yeah. the worst thing that could happen? Right. We just, my, and my, and my worst case scenario was that we set all our gear up and we don't have internet or forgot the cord and we just pretend to podcast. Right. So we're just going to put the mics and the camera there, even though it's not doing anything. And we're just going to act like we're talking to somebody. Yeah. That'll be the plan. That's man. worst case scenario, which sounds pretty fun still. 1,200 people have RSVP for that party. I'm stoked. That's, That's going to be so fun. crazy. That's insanity. But where you said it was in the. 
Where'd you say it was? It was in the the same place as like the Country Music Hall of Fame thing or something. It's in the ballroom where the Country Music Hall of Fame awards were. Yeah, cool. So that's pretty cool. So you can come uh, join the Hall of Fame party. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) All right. Anyways, you guys should have done the Italian word for swag. Let's do it. Swag. What you got, Ilaria? Ilaria. I don't know if I can translate that. What? Give me a synonym. Let me see if I can translate a synonym. Like giveaway stuff, basically. We use giveaway. That's it? Yeah, we use the word giveaway. All right. In English? In Italian, yeah. In Italian, if we're saying giveaway, we use the word giveaway as a noun. How do you say it in Italian, though? We don't say that. It's not it's a, a thing they do. It's a giveaway. That's an American I, I thing, apparently. From here and then it came there, and people were just lazy to make it new words. So we're like, oh, it's oh a giveaway. so y'all just adopted the English word, basically. Huh. So we'll send you home with a new one. It's called swag. The stuff that you receive and these giveaways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, hopefully, Italy can adopt that as the new uh, protocol for giving giveaways. Yeah, I didn't even know that. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> so, unfortunately, every once in a while, our Italian word winds up being a bust where we... Uh, it's the English word. Right. <laughs> or it's like the English word with an A on the what end. What was that so. one episode where like five words in a row was literally just like add A to the end of it, yep. which we've been making that joke for months, right? And then we're, that's not really true. That's just a stereotype. Yeah. And then in that circumstance, it was like that, where mm-hmm. each word we said is like, it, just say the American or English word and it ends in A, and that's Italian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So I think we give Nick a proper introduction now. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right. So, Nick, do you want to, like, give us your bio? How do you want to do this? Sure, man. However you want to do it. All right. So. Have at it. I've been in the industry 22 years. Wait, first um, of all, what's your name? Oh, I'm sorry. I, you know, my fault. Yeah. It's My name is Nick Reich. I am the Director of Professional Development for the American Fence Association. Uh, I've worked for the association for a cool. little over a year now. Um, but I've been in the fence industry for 22 years. Uh, and I actually spent 12 years at a commercial fence company, similar to what y'all are now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, um, I loaded trucks. I built gates. I went in the field and did installations. I took over the gate operators and and ran the gate operator truck for four years. And then I went into the office and did, you know, takeoffs and breakdowns and shop drawings and ahas and submittal packages and all that. Back when we actually used to have to go downtown with a sealed packet that had all the stuff in it, your bid bond and everything, and they would lock the door and actually open everybody's bid bond, right, you know, bid right in Mm -hmm. front of you. Yep. Um, so, you know, it was, it was back in the olden days. Um, yeah, those were the most aggravating things ever because you'd go in there and then you would hear somebody that beat you by like $8 and then you'd get so mad. I remember, I promise you, I saw some other fence people get up and storm out of those and like slam the door, throw stuff, whole nine yards. But it was frustrating to sit and listen to. So anyways, carry on. Sorry. It, yeah, it, it could be. But you know what? I knew all my competition. You know, and and all it did was drive us. For me, it was healthy competition because it was like, all right, you got that one. I'm getting the next one, you know, and now it's just all digital and everybody clicks a button and you find out later what happened. And so, I, you know, I kind of liked everybody having to be in the room and and see what's going on. But anyway, so after uh, that was in Ohio, after I left Ohio, I moved to Florida and I went into wholesale access control distribution wholesale. uh, And I worked for controlled products and I worked for Jameson. And I uh, ran a branch for both of them. And then uh, the Halco buyout happened. And I worked for Halco for a while. I actually ran the the East Coast, uh, the, the access controls across the East Coast for Halco. Oh, wow. And then um, went back to controlled products for a little bit. And I started their learning management system. And then uh, about that time, Tony retired. And um, he asked me to put my name in the hat for that job. And and they ended up creating a new job for me. And so I'm running access or running all the... Uh, education for him just kidding sorry i said who's tony yeah oh, know I'm sorry. I, I know tony i know tony i was gonna say tony thornton yeah that's yeah. uh man that's it's a funny story that's kind of how i got involved with the afa is is i had been in florida for a little while and i called tony and i'd been an instructor with the afa for a couple years and and i said tony man what's going on with the florida chapter 
And uh, he said, hold that thought. And he called me about three months later and he said, here's what's going to happen. You're going to start a new Florida chapter. And it's like, I'm going to do what? You know, I've I've never been involved with the chapter. I don't have a clue. And he's like, it's all right. We got you. And uh, so I ended up running the Florida chapter for three years. And the year I left, we won chapter of the year. Um, So I guess I did something all right. Nice. So I didn't know that was a thing. So that's cool. And I was thinking your story is not all that dissimilar from Tony's story. No, not really. Uh, it's just his is a little longer than mine, but yeah. Right. And he he actually ran his own business for a while. That's I I never did that, but otherwise, right. yeah, we've we've been pretty similar. Right, the access control part, and mm-hmm. and then the introduction into the AFA and all that stuff. Yep. Yeah, it's it's somewhat similar. I, I hope my career continues in the way his has. So. So, do you have anything that you've done that was your favorite? <sighs> Man, I mean, you know. You know, obviously what you're doing now is your favorite, but like well, maybe, course, maybe something that came in second place. You know, honestly, I think the the favorite thing that I have gotten to do is is probably teach. Um, yeah. You know, going, going to these classes and doing all this education and stuff is just so much fun. One, so, you know, I was in, in school, I was I was into sports, but I was kind of a music nerd, nerd you know, so I did um, marching band. And I did, I was the chorus president and I did off Broadway musicals and I, I still sing karaoke. And so I like being in front of people and talking. And so, so are you guys hosting a karaoke station at the picks and pickets pickets? Dude, pick? Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm one of those people. I don't even have to drink to go sing karaoke, you know? So I sing go. a little bit myself, Nick. Nice. Yeah. I do. I yeah. think Zach would be down to participate in that. Yeah. I'm getting excited. It's not let's a joke. Go. I'm being sincere. I'm like, let's, let's make this thing happen here. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I would definitely be on the sign up board for sure. But I can probably hand the microphone to the next person, but that's about all I'm qualified to do. <laughs> yeah. So no, just just being in front of people talking, man, the, the education side of things is so much fun uh, to be up there and, and see that light bulb go off with somebody and see them understand something that they never understood for the first time is just it's a lot of fun. So that's yeah. that's probably been my favorite thing that I've done throughout my career. Yeah, I agree. It is fun to kind of, I don't know if education is really even the right word for me, but you know, I, I find myself in a situation a lot where I get to like share some knowledge with people. Right. And so, I mean, I do attempt to educate them. I don't know how successfully, but I can for sure say that I shared some knowledge with them and yeah, I, I enjoy that too. So I can, I can see that being something really cool to do. Yeah. I think if any like your craft or trade or whatever you do that you have passion for, if, if that passion begins to dwindle and you want to see like a new inspiration or a new spark there to try to teach that to someone can definitely generate that excitement that you're, you know, exhibiting, man. I can feel that too. You know, for me, I, um, if I get to get in the shop for a little while and just teach a little trick or trade for metal fabrication, I really get fired up about that and then can carry that same level of inspiration back to the desk and, uh, you know, instill that in my work. So I feel that. Absolutely. Yeah. So Zach's background is in like the fabrication side of the fence industry. And he did a lot of other, you know, kind of more artistic and decorative stuff outside of fence. But yeah, so he always gets excited now when he gets to go in the shop and help some people. Nice. Yeah. As it pertains to fence, ornamental fence, decorative fence. So yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, it's always fun, man. I, you know, get going out and getting to burn some rod. I don't know why it can be so aggravating some days, but it's also a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So I, I was a, you know, we did a lot of stick welding in the field, you know, build in place handrail and welded in iron, rod iron and stuff like that. So I, I, it's, it's a good time. I don't, I don't get to get my hands on it very often. So now when we do a welding school or something, man, I kind of find my way in there somehow. So. All right. And it is like that, that whole thing is really rewarding, just creating something to me. And then like at the end of it, I like to step back and be like, wow, that looks awesome. You know, yep. I'm, so I'm, I'm pretty meticulous about things that I do. And uh, so I, I like things to be done right. And I think a lot of that is just from that, the drive of wanting to step back and look at it when I'm done and take a picture and show it to people who uh, sometimes care and sometimes don't, you know, how that goes. So. Yeah, so like, oh, look at this thing I did today. Oh, that's cool. What's on TV? You know? 
but well and that's kind of uh back to your what you shared with us about your favorite thing to do is teach and education i mean that's really the pur- purpose of this show and that was when we started talking about doing the podcast was like sure we're doing this thing and it's cool to like earn money and grow which not to di- be dismissive of like earning money as a business but you know it's that's cool and great and everything but what else can we bring to the to this and that's to share our experience which is that you know sharing of it's the education that's the idea to share our experience in hopes to educate others on our do's and don'ts and whatever yep so that's the whole intention of what we're doing here yep yep so i'll think back to you nick sorry to steal the show from you i'm a a camera hog man i i I will get my i'll get it in if i can so (laughs) no it's it's all the same stuff i mean i did the same thing when i was running a branch you know i mean I, I was lucky to have been an installer long before I was in sales. And that's the way I always looked at it. And so, you know, when somebody was having trouble, you know, when I was doing tech support, it, it wasn't necessarily teaching them, but it was walking them through the steps of how to figure out what the problem was. And it was, it was the same thing. You know, I, I remember a story, I was talking to one of my customers and, and he did a great job on new installs, but for whatever reason, a maglock setup never made sense to him. And I finally told him one day, I was like, dude, it's a big circle. Power is a big circle. And wherever you break that circle, that's what shuts the maglock off. And he was like, dude, I've been doing this five years and nobody has ever explained it like that. And and after that, I never had to explain it to him again. And and so, you know, it's just those little things. I I wasn't educating him necessarily. I was just talking about a problem he was having and and the light bulb went off and I was like, cool, I I did my good deed for the day, you know, it's it's a good time. Yeah, for sure. All right. So is there any more of your, uh, your story you want to share about your career? No, I mean, that's, that's it, man. I, I'm just, uh, I'm hoping to keep on keeping on, you know? Yep. Yep. For sure. Same as the rest of us. Yep. All right. So, uh, you are the director of professional development. So I figure we'll talk about some education here. Um, but before we got into that, I kind of want to touch a little bit on the networking that happens at these events, like your fence tech event. Um, Nick, you and I both were at the, I don't know, Tony Thornton's fence business conference here a few weeks ago in Oklahoma. Yep. I mean, any, any of those kind of events, like the, the networking that happens, do you have any, you, you want to throw anything out there about that? So, you know, it, it's, it's just like you were saying with recharging your batteries. So for me, that's what the AFA always was. Um, you know, you, you get kind of, you get in your rut and it's just like, you know, I'm digging another post hole or I'm hanging another gate or I'm doing this or whatever. And then I was lucky enough to start to go to events. And man, when you, when you get in a room with 20, 30, 80, 4,000, you know, collective people that are all thinking and talking and looking at the same stuff and working through the same problems, you talk about recharging your batteries, man. And, and you sit around and and you realize that your story's not that different. Your problems aren't that different. And, and, you know, maybe they've got an idea and and they can share with you and maybe you could have an idea and you can share with them. And and that's what it's all about, man. The, the networking, you know, um, just as an example for me personally, um, when, when a company decided they no longer needed my services, before I got home, my trip home was a half an hour. I was in my exit interview and all that stuff for about an hour. Before I got home a half an hour later, I had three job uh, opportunities. Yep. And it's just because, you know, I had been out there. I had met people all over the country. I, I, I think I had built a pretty good name for myself. And, and you know, people know that I have a little bit of knowledge and, and they wanted me to work for them. And so, you know, that type of networking would not or that type of opportunity would not have been possible had I not had the network opportunities that I'd taken advantage of through, you know, different AFA events, different chapter events, whatever it was going out there and meeting people. So, you know, I mean, this stuff is it, it's everybody talks about the intangibles, you know. Um, matter of fact, Brad Howard was sitting there when we were sitting at Tony's thing and there was, I don't know, eight or 10 of us sitting around the bar, just talking. And he was like, how do we bottle this? How do we show people that this is what they don't know that they get when they come to an event like this? And 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 that's what I was, that's what I was just sitting here thinking. I was like, I don't know how you can explain that to someone who's never experienced it. Like, yeah, you can show them pictures of booths and, you know, 
educational classes and all of this other stuff that happens at at Fenstech, for instance, but you can't explain the networking side of it sure. and kind of like that camaraderie or whatever you want to call it that happens, you know, in between the booths and after hours sitting at a bar and stuff. It's it's a very interesting thing. Yeah. Well, there was a gentleman at Tony's thing that this that was the first event he had ever gone to. Mm-hmm. And um, I just was talking to him and I, I'm terrible with names. I wish I could remember his name. I'd give him a shout yeah. out. But he was like, dude, this is amazing. This is awesome. And I was like, well, are you going to fence tech? And he was like, I am now. And so, you know, right. it, it's just once you get your foot in the door and you see what all's out there, man, it'll change your perspective on on the trade and the people in the trade as a whole. Yep. Yeah. And it is cool. And it's like you said, like we all share common issues. You know, every issue we have might not be common, but we do all share common issues. And I don't know how it even happens, but like, you know, in Oklahoma at Tony's deal, I mean, I wound up talking to some guy like from the lunchroom back to the main room we were in. And we had just like this little five or 10 minute conversation about our problems. You know, and we just like shared how we both have similar issues and we're in two completely different parts of the country. But it was weird how just like that little, those little impromptu conversations, you know, just walking like that even. So, sure. But yeah, it's, and there's a, there, there's a massive value to the stuff that happens, you know, aside from walking around the show floor and looking at booths and all of that stuff. And it, it's, I mean, as far as I know, it happens at all of these big gatherings, these events. So it, it's really cool. If you've never been, then I, I would definitely suggest that. So, Well, that and if you put yourself in a bubble, you know, who do you have to go to for help? You know, mm-hmm. and, and that's what people don't understand is, you know, they're like, well, why do I want to talk to that guy? That's my competition. Well, sure. maybe, you know, maybe he's not. Right. Maybe he does this and you do that. But yet you still have to deal with a permitting issue. Maybe he's got an idea how to do better, permitting better or whatever. Or, you know, when you get to these big events, you know, you're talking to somebody that's six states away. You're, you're never going to bid against each other. You're, you're, you know, generally speaking, you're not going to bid right. against each other. So you can call him up and say, hey, you know, I'm having a problem with this and this. You know, what do you do with that? And, and you can share that information. And if you don't go meet these folks, you're never going to have those contacts. That's right. So tell us a little bit about uh, what kind of education you'll have planned at Finstech for us. Oh, man, the education at Finstech. As far as I know, it is the most education sessions that we have had at one Finstech in at least in, since 2013. Um, so I've got 48 educational sessions set up between Tuesday and Wednesday morning. Um, we've got two four-hour pre-conference workshops on Monday with Tony Thornton and Sean King. We've got two classes. We're doing the gate operator system designer course, and we're doing the leadership Academy course on Monday and Tuesday morning. Um, and then, like I said, the education classes start Tuesday morning at 8 AM and they go to like five 15 Tuesday afternoon. Uh, they start again, Wednesday morning at 8 AM and they go, uh, we've got from eight to nine and from nine 15 to 10 45. Uh, and that way you can go to all the education classes and then you can go to the keynote speaker and, and get ready for the show floor to open. Um, but I mean, we've got fantastic education. Um, you know, it, it was, it, it was getting kind of hard to try to move people around so that I didn't have, you know, two or three major draws in each time slot. Cause I wanted people to be able to go to, right. you know, what was seen as the major draw, but it, it just turned out we've got major draws everywhere now. So and speaking you know, to that, the, uh, overlapping or major time slots, we, I typically man the booth, right? So some of the stuff, if, if there's a, a speaker close enough to the booth, I can, it's in earshot. I can get a little bit of that. Um, so my question is that we guys have any resources after the show so that people who maybe weren't at the show or were, but couldn't catch somebody, uh, are there videos or where there'll be a, you know, a transcript of some of the shows or any sort of resources for the education post show for people who weren't attend, able to attend certain presentations well one thing that we do we don't ever have education sessions at the same time the show floor is open okay for two reasons one we don't want the people that are man in the booth not to be able to go to the education if they want to and two we don't want to pull people off the show floor and have to make them decide where they want to go right right so when the show floor is open there's no education sessions not afa education sessions going on right genius 
And will there be any post show? Uh, I guess somebody mentioned to us, maybe it was uh, Justin Judy was talking about some of the resources that they were going. He was going to have available. So we'll. That's that's our next oh, topic sorry. Of conversation there when we get into that tech summit piece. <laughs> so. Well, okay, cool. I got a little ahead of the uh, addendum there or whatever. Yeah, yeah, we'll circle back to that a little bit. So, <laughs> um, Anyone listening, I did post a link to the education schedule at FenceTech. And, I mean, it's pretty overwhelming to look at the list. I just pulled it up right here. And so Zach and I are kind of scrolling through. And that's a lot of stuff. Dude, it, yeah. it's crazy. So yeah, never mind, I'll man the booth. You know, I can't make all that. That's <laughs> right. going to be a hectic schedule. <laughs> too well, we tried to break it down in tracks. So if you look at it, it's broken down. We've got sales, we've got installation, we've got business, and we've got culture or leadership. And that way, you know, if, if you've got somebody coming up through your company that is going to be a future leader, man, you can set him on those leadership tracks. Or if you got, you know, your top sales guy there, you're like, look, I want you to hit this sales class, this sales class, this sales class, and this culture class, because let's be honest, if your culture sucks, your company's going to have problems. So, you know, you, you have the ability, it's broken down. And I tried not to load any time slot with a whole bunch of the same thing. I tried to kind of break it down for each of the time slots. Um, so that gives you the opportunity to, to try to hit as much of a track as, as you want to, or as you can. Wow. Good job, man. It's pretty yeah. impressive, like the the whole list of classes and everything that's available on there. It's crazy. So Who knew uh, commercial fence or fence education classes could be so exciting? Right. I really had no <laughs> idea, to be honest. Yeah, no, it's cool. We need to. So, um, well, I was going to ask a question, but it's a little later on. Um, so do any of the classes stand out to you as something that, you know, is like a must see or something you wouldn't want to miss? <sighs> Man, there's a bunch of them. And, and honestly, you know, so, so when we were putting together some information for the voice and from across the fence and whatnot, um, Alexa with AFA asked me if there was anybody that I wanted to highlight. And and I said, no, I didn't, because one, I don't I don't want to. That's why I haven't named any classes, because right. if I name one, I'm going to want to name them all. You know, I, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't do this without all of these fantastic folks that stepped up when we called out and said, hey, we need speakers you know, we had them coming out of the woodwork to come out and do classes for us. So I, I couldn't do my job if those folks didn't step up. So, man, you you take the ones that are exciting to you and you go find them. So um, the, the one that uh, Nick says stands out the most is all of them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 100%. So yeah. what I told somebody, I was like, look, print it out, get you a highlighter, go through and highlight the ones that, that are ex most exciting to you. That way, when you get to the show – you're not overwhelmed by the times and all of the people and all of the slots and all the classrooms and all that stuff. You get yourself a plan. And, and then if you pivot a little bit, no big deal. But, you know, I, I would highly suggest that you go online and print that list out and, and get a plan before you get there. Sure. I, it may not be of any surprise to you or our or viewers, but I've, uh, you know, historically been kind of a music festival goer. And so that's how you do it at the music festivals, you know, hundred percent. just pick out the bands. If it's, One's earlier in the day, you may not go to the midnight one or whatever, and you just pick out the ones you got to see. And they do overlap. So, so a lot of times there's a lot of choices there. Yep. Uh, so I'm familiar with that process. <laughs> <laughs> just a little different world, man. That's all it is. It's all the same thing. When you were talking about scheduling the the speakers in the classes, I was like, oh, yeah, I yeah, planned some music some festivals, too, you know, and that's kind of it's like, OK, so do I, I got to have this little, you know, I don't want to have the loud band right next to the other loud band. So I'm going to have loud band. Then I'm going to have the quiet guy to kind of bring some ebb and flow to the whole the whole day or the weekend. And uh, so I get that Not in, in in a totally different fashion, but a little similar, you know. Sure. Uh, so yeah. How would uh how would somebody go about registering for these classes? Do you have to register beforehand or do you just show up to them or how do you get in the classes? So uh, in order to get to the classes, you do have to get either the education package or the full package. So when you register for Fence Tech, it's going to give you the option. And that's the only way you can sign up for anything. So even when you get to like the Leadership Academy or the System Designer course, when you're signing up for Fence Tech, it's going to ask you, do you want to have the education package? Okay, cool. That gets you into any of those classes you want to. Do you want to go to GADS? 
which is the system designer course. Okay, that's an additional cost or the leadership academy is an additional cost. But that's also something that I did a little different this year is in years past, the system designer course and the sales training course or the, you know, whatever 12 hour course it was ran at the same time as the rest of our education. So if you went to one of those bigger classes, you couldn't see any of the other classes. So this year when I started working on it, I was like, you know what? I taught that class for a number of years and I never got to see any of the other education. So I decided to move those 12 hour classes forward. So they start on Monday now. So even if you go to the 12 hour class, you can still get the full package and go to the second half of the day on Tuesday and the full morning on Wednesday and get additional education. So, you know, I I tried to move it around from from my perspective because I knew what it was like to miss all that stuff and give more people the opportunity. So registration is right there on the Fence Tech website. When you go in and register, just tell them you want the education package and then you get to choose which one you go to. Cool. So you just get like a, you know, something on your badge that indicates you have access to all the classes, basically. Correct. On on the yeah. back of your badge, it will say that you either have the education package or it'll say you have the full package. Um, and like I said, the 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 twelve hour courses that start on Monday they are a different cost. However, Sean King's four hour course Monday morning and Tony Thornton's four hour course Monday afternoon are included in the regular education or the full package badges. So. You can actually start going to education Monday morning if you get the full package and you'll be able to go all day Monday, all day Tuesday and the first half Wednesday. And we haven't even gotten to the show floor yet. Yeah. So that's cool that it's on Monday because like we have a booth to set up, but I don't think we can't we don't set up our booth until Tuesday. So, I mean, that even gives us an opportunity. We could spend Monday going to classes, too, and then, you know, maybe catch a few of the shorter ones here and there around setting up the booth and all. So sure. Yeah, yeah, cool, that, man. Thank you for putting so much uh, thought into that. Yeah. Uh, Trying so to you look. answered my question and then some, and now I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry I asked. You did so great, <laughs> and everything's perfect. And I'm speaking, I wasn't speaking from a previous fence tech experience. It was from the Las Vegas fence show. Uh, sure. Not to like point fingers. I'm just saying it wasn't no. like fence tech let me down or something. I'm just, you know, that was my, my first experience with the fence-centered trade show. And so, you know. Just curious about that, but man, it sounds like you really worked hard to make sure we can see it or attend everything we want to see and attend. That's amazing. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, you figure that, that, you know, they've, they've been doing this for quite a while. Um, yeah. and, and honestly, I remember years and years ago that that was one of the big complaints from all the vendors that if education's going on, you know, you're automatically pulling people off the show floor or they have to decide where they want to go or whatever. And so AFA said, we're not going to do that. We're going to run education early. And, and right. what I've been saying is come to the education, learn what it is you need to do and how you need to do it, and then go to the show floor and find the tools and the tech and the people and whatever to make sure that you can do what it was you just learned you needed. Yeah, that's a good, good idea. That's good. I like that. Yeah, there were times uh, we just left the booth unmanned, you know, because we were like, <laughs> we got to do. Actually, Dan was doing a, co- a class or a presentation yeah. and I was sitting in, obviously, and we were just like, well, I guess that's what we got to do. Yep. No, I guess they'll come back if they want to talk to us, you know, <laughs> I mean, we're doing the best we can. So. Yep. Um, so there's a lot of certifications that are, uh, you know, exams are taking place. And yes. so what, what are your thoughts on these certifications and these exams and things like that? Well, uh, coming from somebody who has every certification, we all offer, of them, all of them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I actually tested out on the last one. The only one I didn't have, I tested out at AFA University in November this year. So I can now officially say I have all of them. Um, What I did is I used them to set me apart. You know, they were on my email signature. They were on my business cards. When I went in and was selling a job or talking to somebody, I told them I had this certification. And now um, for anybody that's gotten an email from me, we have digital badges. And so on the bottom of my email signature, there are digital badges for each of the certifications. And if somebody clicks on those, they are hyperlinked over to a page that tells them, hey, this is what this badge is. And this is what they had to do to get it. They had to go through, you know, 
so many hours of education or they, you know, had to take a test that they, you know, says this, that they know this, blah, blah, blah. And so it's, it's not just letters on my name. It's actually telling people, Hey, this is what he did to get that. And it's certified by the American Fence Association. So, um, that's cool. I, the, I saw the badges on your email signature, but I didn't know they were hyperlinked. So that that's pretty neat that it, it kind of, there's a, a page out there that kind of gives credibility to what those all mean. Exactly. And that, and that was the whole reason. I mean, if you saw my email signature, it's got all these letters after it, but you know, yeah. if you're not in the know or in the industry, you probably don't know what those are. So the badges is just a way to say, Hey, this is what it means. This is what they're for. So. So you have seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. CGAT, CGAD, CFC, CFP, COM, c-a-g-o-i and c-a-g-s-d correct <laughs> yeah so what's uh I, I guess people can can look that up on the the afa site if they want to learn what all those acronyms stand for but they, well all, those... Of, all of those tests are going to be offered at fence tech we actually have two different time slots where we're testing uh there's four hours on wednesday and four hours on thursday um the CGAT, the CGAD, the COM, you get two hours per those tests. Um, each of them is 100 questions. Um, for the CFC, that's actually six courses, uh, six tests that you have to pass. Oh, wow. Um, so that's a little bit different time slot. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of testing. And which test was your favorite, you'd say? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just pulling from Dan. Like, would you you had a favorite thing you did? Which was right. your favorite certification to earn? I, I can tell you the one that scared me the most was the CFC with all well, six scared of those the crap tests. out of me when you said six. We both looked at each other like, yeah, no, probably yeah. not. I don't know. I'm, well, I'm it, it was even worse. Uh, so I was teaching that week. So I was teaching the installation course, and then at night I would go back and I would study the book. And then Friday, while all the students were testing on the installer course, I went over and took all six of the certified fence contractor tests and was lucky enough to pass them all the first time through. So, so. You, so you can take all six of them at kind of sequentially right there. Correct. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that, that's crazy, man. That's a lot of stuff. Yep. So uh, Zach kind of tried to jump ahead a little bit to the tech summit some, but but let's uh you know i never read the outline i know you don't and somehow <laughs> i just magically talk about stuff on the outline so i, I think that's doing pretty good yeah you know yeah <laughs> yeah so let, let's talk about this tech summit a little bit it's right around the corner so it's uh january 10th from 11 a.m to 4 30 p.m eastern time so what what is this tech summit so the tech summit man so here's what happens we get calls all the time from people, the AFA as in we get calls all the time. And people are like, you know, I'm looking for software that does this and, or, you know, I need help with that or blah, blah, blah. And, and unfortunately, you know, I don't use this stuff every day, you know, anymore. So I don't know what the newest, latest, greatest thing is. And so Justin Judy from ArcSight came to us and, and he ran a, a similar thing, uh, I think it was a little shorter version at the at the Vegas show and and brought in a couple of, of the folks that were there and said, OK, you know, let me interview them. This is what their software does. This is what their software does, blah, blah, blah. And so he came to Michael Reed and myself, which Michael Reed is the for those of you all that don't know, is the executive director of the American Fence Association. And he said, hey, I, I think we can get these folks together and and do, you know, interviews basically with them that, that allows people to understand a better idea of what each of these softwares does and, and how they work and how they can help these businesses. And he said, and um, we were just launching the LMS, which is, I know the next thing that we're going to talk about, but he was like, you know, let's, let's go ahead and get these recorded and, and put all of these companies in one place um, so that people can go do research as to what's going to help their business the most. And so, um, man, I, again, I, I couldn't do my job without all the folks out there helping us and all the volunteers doing a bunch of work to, to help me look good. And, uh, I definitely big shout out to Justin for, for all he did. Um, and, and, you know, guys like you, Dan, that sat down with him and talked to him about your software. I mean, that's, that's what this is all about. So we got nine tech companies and, and Justin interviewed each of them and gave them an opportunity to talk about their software and how it works. And, and the goal behind it is, is, 
for companies that are either unhappy with the software they have or they're looking for a new software, you're going to be able to sit down and in the course of one day, have a pretty good overview of what's out there as far as tech companies go. And so we we called this putting the tech in fence tech. Right. Because each of these nine companies will be at fence tech. So after you watch this, you'll be able to, you know, answer some questions or whatever during the, the broadcast, but then you'll actually be able to go. And, and what I was going to say when you were talking earlier about getting people to possibly do, uh, you know, some live stuff at fence tech, um, there's a place on the LMS where you will be able to put a calendar link for fence tech. And if people come to the tech summit and they see the Simpalo and they want to do that, they can click oh. directly on your calendar link and, set up time at fence tech if that's what you want to do nice that's right. cool and thank you for keeping with the chronology of the outline with that because you could have <laughs> unveiled that prematurely right <laughs> he he read the outline before well you know <laughs> so yeah no i i think it's awesome because you know I, I told you i'm a software consumer as well and it's really aggravating trying to find software because yeah. you have to go and you're just like all right google tell me what i need you know, and then you get everything under the sun and you have to try to narrow it down based on, you know, websites and YouTube videos and whatever little bit of information you can find. And extensive um, demos with people yep. over the phone and we've been doing teams meetings and yep. buying some and. Yep. <laughs> yep. So I, I think that's ultimately the goal for me as a consumer is I, I like the idea of being able to go online and look at you know, nine different options or 20 different options or whatever I'm looking at and kind of narrow it down to a handful that I then will go to and schedule demos with. And, you know, it, it's, I think it's really awesome. I think it's great. It's a fantastic thing that anybody can go to and sit there and like, like you said, you know, try to figure out what works for them. Cause sure. it, I mean, all the software is obviously a little different and, you know, there's a there's vanilla and there's chocolate for a reason so everybody likes a different flavor so um yeah so you already answered that the software companies will be able to to kind of be there during the tech summit to answer any questions that come up um and is this going to be available after yes so we're we're gonna do this we're gonna do this all in you know one stretch of of four and a half hours or so um, with a little bit of commentary in between, uh, but then those videos are going to live on the LMS. So people will be able to come back and look at them. Um, you know, if, if they can't make the, the live webinar, um, they'll be able to go do research after the fact. Or, I mean, you can't sit there for four and a half hours uninterrupted and not miss anything. You know, that's, sure. that's a pretty difficult thing to do, you know? Well, and that's why we put the schedule out too, because, you know, maybe, maybe you're just looking at two or three of them and it's like, okay, one of them's on at 1130, one of them's on at one and one of them's on at 330. So those are the, you know, half hour time slots that I need to block out and you can just come in and out and go see the three that you want to see and, and then, you know, make your decision from there. Right. Yeah, no, I think it's awesome. Um, So is this, is it exclusive to AFA members? No, it's not. And it's free. So will it be, will everyone have access to it after the fact? So yes, that's, okay. that's, that's the short answer is yes. So there is a, a sign up. So you will have to, you know, you, we will need your information because you will have to get a login to the LMS. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be available. Yeah. So can a guide go to both the gads and leadership classes we had a question here from no because they are happening at the same time mm. well there you go seth you got to choose one or the other yeah. <laughs> or now if he's talking about the leadership academy the, you can't go to gads and the leadership academy because they're both 12-hour courses they start on monday and end at lunch on tuesday however during all the other 48 sessions that we have going on Tuesday and Wednesday, there are other leadership classes that you will be able to attend. Okay. So like the leadership track classes, you'd be able to go to that and GADS, but not the leadership Academy. Correct. Okay. All right. Thanks for that clarification. Yeah. So again, thanks for the this, question, Seth. Yeah. Yeah. And again, Seth, the, if you look in the comments, you should, should see a link there to the schedule. You can check it out and, 
you know, kind of see what all time slots are out there for stuff. So, so that that's cool, man. So it's available to everybody. You have to log in, you know, go create a sign up and all of that, but it, it is going to be available to everybody. So, so several times now there's been mention of this LMS. So I, I had to look up LMS and it's a learning management system, Thank right? You. It, what exactly? I just been smiling and nodding. Right. I was like, yeah, "It's coming." <laughs> Don't say anything. It's probably on the list. Right. Right. No, I I had to look it up. And so, what what exactly is a learning management system? So, the, a learning management system is a, is exactly that. It's an online learning management system. So, what we have done is we have taken some of our in person classes and we have turned them into short bites that you can do online. So. Like one of the classes I created is called Fence Fundamentals. And the purpose behind Fence Fundamentals is just to get exactly that, the fundamentals for a new hire. So if, if you hire a kid and he, he seems like a good worker and he's helping out around the shop or whatever, and it's like, okay, it's time for you to go in the field. First thing I'm going to do is set you down in front of a computer for four hours or three hours. You're going to learn terminology about chain link, ornamental, um, PVC, farm and ranch, um, and wood and that way when he gets out in the field and you say hey go grab those pickets he's not like well what's a picket or you say go sure. grab that you know brace band or tension band or whatever or you know hopefully we can get rid of those guys that are sending him to go find the post stretcher and, and you know, right. he's gonna be like wait post stretcher was not in fence fundamentals i don't know what that is you know uh, it's in the box the go same ask, box with the sky go ask the other install crew right. for the for the pipe stretcher that's <laughs> right. right that's right yep but no, so I mean, it, it, those courses, you can still take them in person. We're still going to give them in person. Um, but, you know, it's just the ability to reach more people. Um, you know, if, if you've ever worked for a big company and you had to sit down and do some kind of, you know, harassment training or something like that, that you took that on some sort of LMS. And, and that's what we are creating for the AFA. And we're going to have uh, a combination of free courses and paid courses because obviously, you know, cost money to build all that stuff and, and to keep the system running. And so we, you know, we have to charge a little bit here and there, but um, that's, that's what it is. Um, we're going to take, cool. uh, we've got the fence fundamentals course. We've got a gate safety course coming up on there. We've got some business expansion courses that are going to be on there. Um, we've got um, sessions from fence tech from last year that is on there. Uh, we're going to record uh, half the sessions at fence tech this year that will all be turned into videos that are going to be on there. So, you know, if for some reason you can't bring your whole company to fence tech, they're still going to be able to sit down and go to some of the education sessions after the fact. So I'm excited about the fundamentals one, like just like hiring that. a new person and being like, here, go watch this video and spend yeah, three mean, or four hours and you can learn we, the basics. We got guys out there now i'd like to walk through this right i was just sitting here thinking i was like man we need to like sit our whole company down and have a movie day you know right i mean honestly as we've progressed through the show some of the resources you've mentioned i've been basically envisioning team members including mm -hmm. myself ones obviously that i'd like to go to but then you know certain specific team members that would be i have the aptitude for installation or for automation or or leadership as you mentioned and like making that highlighted list mentally for some of our guys you know yeah i thought uh i thought Alaria is about to go spend some time wearing some fence fundamentals over here so yeah the only lms <laughs> i think i've ever encountered that i can remember is like the the horror story from driver's ed of driving drowsy or whatever it's like you know is that the same thing i think what <laughs> it's kind of so so we we took it <laughs> My whole deal was, is it's, you're not just sitting in front of a video for an hour. Sure. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do video death by PowerPoint type deal. So this is actually interactive. It's broken up into, you know, somewhere between five and 15 minute segments before you're going to have to click something. You're going to have to move something. There's mm. knowledge checks built in. Nice. So, you know, if I understand that you don't have necessarily an hour just to sit there and stare at your screen. So, you know, five minutes into the first video, you might get a phone call. Well, you're not going to miss the next 45 minutes. It's going to stop. And if you need to go back and just watch five minutes, it's no big deal. So, you know, it, it's broken up really well. Um, and then at the end of it, there'll be an assessment, um, you know, depending on which course it is, there'll be some kind of assessment before they can get a badge that says, Hey, 
you took this online class, here's your badge um, that can then be used if you have the certifications that can be used as continued education credits for the certifications. Cool. Nice. What an amazing resource, man. Yeah, no, I that, mean, that's super cool. I'm excited. We've talked about a ton of awesome stuff, and this is really standing out to me. Not not that it's the, the best thing, but it's like it just you keep offering us With, more so, and more so information. So we know which one's your favorite. No, it's not. I'm just thinking, I guess, uh, not my favorite per se, but applicable to um, new hires and, and in that realm, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's an awesome resource. So, um, so how much content? I'm, gonna... I'm my favorite things to karaoke. We talked about that already. Let's go. <laughs> so. Screw learning or whatever. We're, you know. Right, right. Let's go have some fun. Yeah. So how much content is going to be in your LMS when it rolls out? We are going to have somewhere north of 40 hours of education available um, when it rolls out. Wow. And it. And that's yeah. just that's just the tip of the iceberg, man. We, we've got so much stuff coming to it. And the, the question we normally get is, you know, well, what do you think this is going to do to your in-person classes? And it's like, well, wait a second. You know, do you listen to that album on your stereo? Well, yeah. Well, do you still go see that band when they come in concert? Well, yeah. Is it a different experience? Well, yeah. Now you're speaking okay. the language. <laughs> I, I knew it. That's why I used that analogy, man. I, I look. I told you, I'm I'm pretty good at picking up like, on my audience here. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> and then I outed myself. Don't forget that part. That, you did. You did. But no. But that's the whole point, man. You know, because one of the things that in person does is, you know, we have the ability to explain something two or three times until we make sure you understand whatever it is we're talking about. Well, we can't do that in an LMS. So as, as good as the LMS could be, or is going to be, you know, there are still things that you're going to pick up and you're going to be able to ask questions and, and have that in-depth conversation in an in-person, uh, you know, scenario. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think everything is still going to drive people to those in-person, you know, classes, but, you know, we can only reach so many folks. We can only do on the roads and, and in-person classes so much with a volunteer education base. And so the LMS allows us to be one, when you have time, you know, what, yeah. whatever it is, if you want to sit down for an hour a night, each night, you know, before you go to bed or whatever, the LMS is there. You know, if, if you got a guy, like I said, a new hire, I can't show up at your office on Tuesday morning at 8 a.m., but the LMS is there, you know, so it's it's just on-demand sure. learning. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's probably a little bit cheaper than traveling. Well, that's to, exactly what I was going go to say. In-person class, too. The logistical nightmare that is transporting 40 of our employees to the show or whatever. Right. You know? So, I mean, that's it does right. make it a lot more accessible to everyone. So Exactly. Yep. So what what do you expect to see on here in the future? So, like I said, um, it, you know, just to kind of expand on things a little bit, the business expansion modules, um, we've got four business expansion modules we're going to do. And we're going to do things like um, taking you from residential into business to business and commercial sales or going from business to business into um, military. Um, we're also going to do one just on doing what you do already more efficiently. Just, just business expansion means just getting better and more efficient at what you already do. Right. Um, soon we're going to have the sales training school is going to be on there. The leadership academy is going to be on there. The system designer course is, is going to be on there. And then we've got additional courses that we haven't even created yet that are in the works that will be on there. So, I mean, we just want to keep rolling this out. Plus, we have the ability to partner with other education providers in the industry Things like Tony Thornton with Thornton Consulting, um, uh, Robert with uh, Purple Coaching, um, and we're going to be able to partner with them and they will actually be able to have their own page on our LMS. So once you sign in, you'll be able to actually go take some of their education as uh, well. So they so can put their content on there as well. That's yeah. correct. So we're talking uh, about partnering cool. with certain folks and and just we really want to build this thing out and, and just make it a resource for everybody. All right. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So, and um, I, I know we kind of talked about this a little bit. Will the entire LMS be accessible to non-AFA members? It will. So, for the stuff that has pricing, it's just like everything else. We'll have member and non-member pricing. 
Right. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, end of the day, it's just like fence tech. You know, it's cheaper for you to go ahead and become a member because you save no. more money going to fence tech as a member, you know. So the LMS will probably be the same thing. I mean, it, it's going to be a little bit cheaper if you are a member. And if you take four or five or six classes, it'll probably pay for your membership. Right. Yeah. So the first time I went to fence tech, Oklahoma City, well, the first time we had a booth there. Um, so my fence company is an AFA member. And, um, so I looked at like the non-member rates to rent a space and then the member rates to rent a space. And I was like, well, it's cheaper to buy a membership and then get the member rate than it is to not be a member and go anyway. So yeah, I, I can definitely see how it will probably wouldn't take too many classes of paying for it before that membership justifies itself too. So sure. Yeah. So how are we going to get to this thing? Is it just afa's website and follow some links there yep so we will have a link on the afa website that will you know say the the you know afa online learning um and it will take you it's a it's a path lms uh email or website um and then um you know it's it's not quite live yet i don't want everybody on there going around that's why we don't have it live <laughs> yet but uh those of y'all have like at least a landing page that says coming soon or when can we expect to see some do. traces of it? So, you know, we've got a number of folks that have signed up for this tech summit and uh -huh. because they have taken the time to sign up for the tech summit, they're going to get a sneak preview ahead of all the other folks that just want to go be nosy. So, cool. you know, it's, that's kind of the way I'm doing it. I'm keeping it under wraps until, uh, until those folks get a sneak preview. Cool. So when, thank you. When is the LMS going to officially launch? It will launch at Fence Tech. Okay. That's not that long. No. So a couple of weeks away. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I can wait, I think. Right. <laughs> Nosy as I am and all. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the, the guy sitting next to you already has the link for it. Right. And I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. It. So, you know, we, we got a few folks that have seen it. I was going to say, if you want to see in there, we can, uh, I can show you what it looks I'll like. I'll let y'all in on a secret. Part of my character on the show is the guy that doesn't know anything in hopes to, you know, kind of solicit some responses that maybe a, a viewer or listener may want to hear some questions to. So yeah. I play a little dumb just so we can nose around. And Seth some says, I'm already Googling it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Seth. Let me know what you find out. Uh, you know, so that's kind of how I'm rolling. I like to ask the questions that I know the answers to. And I have, like you mentioned, I have access through Dan to a lot of this stuff. Sure. So I'm asking the questions prospectively for viewers and listeners who may want to be asking this question, but aren't sitting at a computer or yeah. not able to call in. So. Yeah. So we, we're doing our best to ask the questions that we think the people want to hear. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. Right. Yep. So, uh, well, that's pretty much all I have, man. Do you have anything else you want to add or? Anything that's, uh, you know, coming that you might want to mention or anything else, man, um, just, just be watching for everything. I mean, we've got, we've got the tech summit coming up. We've got fence tech. Uh, we've got the next summit, which is actually an educational program that we're putting on for AHJs, fire marshals, code enforcement, so that they can get a better understanding of what's going on in our industry and what we're doing. Um, we're going to be at the Northeast trade show up in Connecticut. We're going to be, um, we've got on the road trainings in Dallas coming up. We're going to be in Penn Jersey area. We've got, uh, we're going to be in um, Tulsa next year in November. Uh, I mean, we just, we got education going all over the place. We've got uh, chapter events. Uh, check out the AFA page for what all is going on. And, and just, you know, for those of y'all that are on the fence, you know, go get involved. You know, that's we, we hear all the time. Oh, you know, the, the they didn't do anything for me. And, and, you know, you ask them a question, you say, well, did you go to any events? Well, no. Well, yeah. did you get involved in your chapter? Well, no. Well, I'm sorry. The AFA didn't come knock on your door then, you know, right. go, go get involved and see if it does something for you then. So that's, that's my elevator pitch. Right. Well, I mean, that's any of these associations. So I, I've been involved in several different contractors associations and things like that here you know, more on a local level and on a national level. And I mean, it's the same with all of that. You get what you put into it. And that's a philosophy for life. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, this is like a blanket universal statement that you, you reap what you sow. Yeah. And if yeah. you haven't done or put in anything, you're obviously not getting anything out. Yeah. You know, it's like you don't I, know what you don't know if you don't know kind of a thing. I think something similar to that was written a few thousand years ago. 
(laughs) Like I say, universal truths, man. Yeah, that's right. Man, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm super excited. Um, Honestly, for me, as a host of the show, this has been one of the most informative um, shows that we've had. So I really appreciate that. Um, I kind of, I started working in the uh, position I'm in now at Memphis Fence Company earlier this year. And I wanted some stuff like this and been earlier this year, a year, a year ago. <laughs> not earlier this year earlier 23 it's only four days in man I'm yeah, like, yeah 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 i know i'm still right 23 you thank you uh <laughs> i need it i need the help um but yeah man so like to find out that some of these resources are available and you know the training type resources that are coming that's super cool and i feel like i've learned a lot and gotten pretty excited about afa which before now i didn't really know exactly what that acronym meant you know, I didn't, that's about it. I knew it was some, a grouping of letters. So I appreciate you coming on and sharing with us and I'm stoked for, uh, fence tech and the, Let, let's go to a local AFA event. I'm down. What do you think? You do should. we have any? Yeah. Memphis Tri-State Fence Association. Good. Let's yes, do it. We'll do it in honor of me. Huh? One of the biggest golf outings in the country is in oh, the yeah. AFA. Uh, they had like 136 people there last year. I mean, it's they've been doing it for, I don't know, 25 or 30 years. I mean, you guys got a great chapter to get yeah, involved so with. I have the uh, Entertainer of the Year Award sitting in my office from that golf tournament. So I'll have to tell you all that story some other time. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to hear that one at Finstech. Yeah, it, it's a good story. Nice. So, it took me several years to earn that award. I worked at it. I worked at it a few years and I finally got it. And I was like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> so, nice. But anyways, all right, Nick. Well, I appreciate it, man. It's been good. And I agree. It's been very informative. And I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming that's pretty exciting. So that yeah. that's cool. Well, that's I appreciate good. y'all having me, man. Thank, thanks for the invite. Yes sir. yes, sir. Anytime. And again, all our audience, thanks for the people who commented and were present for the show. Thanks for everybody listening, watching. You ultimately are the reason we're doing this. So, yeah, you're the only reason we're doing this. Right. So So enjoy it. Cool. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. All All right. right.